0: Anyway, Ready? Mm-hmm. Alright, well, let's uh let's do this. Episode 12? Twelve quell the fray.
1: Quell the fray. I'm Doc Valentino.
0: William Nilly.
1: And we got some birdies outside joining us today.
0: They <laughs> certainly are.
1: <laughs> so enjoy the chirping. Calm yourself. Relax. And quell the fray.
0: You know it's it's when you associate birds. Like, whenever you think about birds, like, I know so many people that live in the city that would that would just kill to be able to wake up to the sound of the birds chirping, and I hear that all the time. Like, there's, like, some romanticizing about having birds around, and then mm-hmm. I'm sitting here just irritated by them, like, <laughs> just shut up, birds. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't care. I don't want to hear it.
1: I enjoy bird chirping, not squawking.
0: So, would it be fair to say that you have, like, a, a more preferable bird call like there's a
1: yeah yeah. like these little tweeters out there i don't mind those guys that's calming it's relaxing it makes me think of a nice day out on the balcony drinking a coffee or whatever i think
0: her your age is showing (laughs) (laughs)
1: like we we went camping over the weekend and uh there was just two there were these two ravens that like six o'clock in the morning they flew one direction and they were just Yeah, that's like, every few seconds. That's awful. Yeah. And then, like, three, or four hours later, they came the other direction. Same thing. Yeah. The one in the back was like squawking. I don't know if he's directing the front one where to go or if they're, I don't know, man. Maybe he stole his His worms. His worms. Stole his worms. Stole his snake. That's he's awful. coming after him. Yeah.
0: i not a big fan of them. The reason I said that about the birds is I feel like a lot of time. Uh, there are things that are supposed to make you more relaxed tend to have the opposite effect. Did you ever notice that? Like how for, you know, for want of like, so it, it, here, here's an example. I want a patio. I want a nice patio. I want to be able to go out there and you know, like your wife is like, I want to, I want to be able to read a book and relax and I mm-hmm. want to go out and have a cup of coffee on the patio. And for want of doing that now you're at home Depot you're you're stressed out. You might have some, you know, reluctant family member or, you know, friend that comes over and is like, oh, this is off. I don't want to help, but I'm going to do it because I'm a good person and I want to make yeah. sure... Like, I, w- I want you to know that you're supported.
1: Yeah, yeah. So,
0: and you're just beating on the whole time. Like, just <laughs> go get me that.
1: So, so the process to getting to having the patio is certainly not quelling.
0: Well, yeah. So then you get to the patio right like because you think that I, if I get the patio done then now I can I can I can start engaging in quelling the fray I can start to relax and enjoy my my own little peace of mind that I've created here but then you look up and you see man there, there are no flowers here it just looks it just looks bad it just looks sad on this little pet now I gotta go get some flowers like, yeah. and, and I feel like, and that's my point is I feel like you ever really get to that point where, you know, you get to fully enjoy it.
1: Not, not, uh, not in midlife. <laughs> I don't think, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I would like to think at some point, yeah, yeah, you do. But when does that come? I, I would imagine it doesn't come at any point in life when you have kids in the house. Cause it's like. Life's just nonstop at that point, and there's always something.
0: Yeah, there absolutely. When you have kids, for sure. I don't even think you need kids now. Like, there's always something, regardless. Yeah, and it's it's sad to think that we reserve the idea we reserve the idea of like peace of mind for retirement, and we aspire to it. Like, right? I
1: mean, you're not guaranteed that. No, you're not guaranteed to make it to retirement. I'm not guaranteed to make it home from here today
0: yeah that's 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 a very dark place true it's Uh,
1: true is what it is everybody thinks that they're going to have more time to do things whether that's spend time with somebody or spend time with yourself
0: yeah i I think that's where i I differ in, in some ways that um my my fulfillment comes from the doing of the of the task like i if i'm not if i'm not moving forward or if i'm not progressing with something that I'm, I'm not content and, and it's it's funny because you don't always associate the two it's not your you have a task or a goal and you're focused on you know getting that thing done but a lot of the time it, you're not really you're not really thinking about the fact that like you know like i'm not i'm not cussing i'm not upset about it i'm en- i'm kind of enjoying doing this Has Ever happened for you
1: not really. No? I, I don't find joy in... I'm, tr- I'm trying to get off the patio thing, but like I'm thinking of the patio. <laughs> and we.
0: we I, I, I know I would that. Like a, it, yeah. I would like a patio, we, right? Yeah, we just talked about yeah, it. Yeah,
1: I would like to take my deck that's detached from the house and take that out and put a patio in, maybe put an addition on the house. But it's like all of that stuff costs money mm-hmm. and time. Right. And those are two things that are difficult to to get sometimes (laughs) like you only have so much time and i I don't get enjoyment of things that take a lot of time away from my family and i feel like i do that too much as it is so like every task on top of that Mm -hmm. is something that i don't enjoy
0: yeah i was talking with somebody about this not very long ago where we were driving through a neighborhood and there were certain houses that had like really nice landscaped lawns and it would be easy to draw the conclusion that, well, they just paid a landscaper or somebody was here or they had someone come out and plant flower or whatever that might look like. I don't necessarily know that that's the truth. Um, you know, they could just very much take pride in their lawn. They it, could be.
1: It starts almost a little bit of a competition probably. Maybe one, one person does theirs real nice. And then the other person's like, Oh, well, I want mine to look nicer so then they make theirs look nicer and then the other neighbor's like oh these guys are going at it with their nice landscaping I guess I gotta do something now <laughs> out there all pissed off that he's gotta clean up his landscape <laughs> because, because his neighbors made theirs look good and now his house looks like the shitty one on the block
0: every night he's on the internet looking at, at homes and looking back Texas Yeah, it's a, it's a great song <laughs> I don't even know it. If for anybody that gets that <laughs> reference, like uh, kudos. That's a it's a it's Waylon Jennings. It's a it's a great song. You should listen to it.
1: Um, I might know to hear it, but
0: I'm not going to sing it for you.
1: Yeah, you should <laughs> you should sing it. I I believe the audience would enjoy you singing it
0: someday. Um, okay, someday we'll have a <laughs> maybe we'll do some some YouTube shorts or some clips while we're not in the middle of the the discussion i think that last week we we really struggled to hold it together and this week I, I i'm making an effort to to have that not happen um so the discussion that i was having with that person was around what difference does it make you know if your lawn is if you have the best lawn on the block or you have the best landscaping because i i know what the difference is for me it's i it, it's everything because it's the the physical representation of everything that, that I'm I'm working toward for and, and why I do what I do. Because it, it, it helps these there's subtle reminders about, you know, where I'm at. And I know that not everybody looks at it that way. And I think it's easy to get caught up in that where you feel as though if, if I'm not the one with the best yard on the block that somehow you're you're failing. You're not you're not achieving or you haven't achieved in a certain way. I I'm never going to be satisfied. I, right. I think that that's that's something that I've come to terms with that by the time that I have finished it I'm going to be doing something else on top of it
1: and you're going to notice a lot more things about it that you don't like than literally anybody else that drives by or visits.
0: Absolutely. But it, it has a lot to, to it says a lot about how we spend our time and what we focus our energy on.
1: And what you define as the best
0: yeah well early on we talked about managing your your time and we've talked about managing your energy and i think that that's the place we're in right now Mm -hmm. is is managing your energy i see people get burnt out i see people you know today like just before the podcast we both had a day Mm um as a matter of fact i'm at i'm I'm at the bottom of the driveway getting my garbage cans Um, doc is is in his vehicle just like getting ready to get out you know finding the energy like thinking about all these things that are going on my neighbor pulls up right at the time that i'm I'm grabbing the garbage cans and he just stops and he just like looks at me and i looked at him it wasn't a whole lot said he's like <laughs> what's up i'm like same old man he's like i hear you you know like that's like
1: that is that sums up life right now yeah
0: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) so he he had just got done with work he he was he had a day i had a day we we agreed you know at some point we're gonna get together and we're gonna you know we're gonna have he likes bourbon so do i we're gonna have a you know have a bourbon but it's it's funny because we forget that we're not the only ones you know to the point about the energy and managing the energy is there's so much that that contributes to, you know, your, your day or what makes a full day. You know, there's, there's the, the stuff that you're trying to do. There's the stuff that you have to do. Um, there's the, the discretionary effort stuff. You know, am I, uh, if I'm, if I want to, if I don't want to be in this job forever, then I gotta be, you know, maybe a little bit better than my peers. So what does that discretion, you know, discretionary mm-hmm. effort look like? And by the time you get to the end of that day and you get home, there's not a ton left for, you know, for family. There's not a lot left in the tank to do, you know, the, the other stuff. So coming full circle, the, the, what I thought about whenever, you know, I was having that conversation about the best, you know, looking landscaped yard and, you know, why I spend so much time working on my house or like, it reminds me that I'm that I'm doing okay. I'm on the right path, but that's me. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas I look at some of you know our friends, or some of the you know my friends and family, and their thought on it is totally different. They're like, I don't give a shit. I don't care if I live in a shoebox. I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm going out and I'm I'm gonna enjoy life. I'm mm-hmm. and, and I I admire that so much. Um, I, you know, I've tried. I've tried to do that, but that's just not how I'm wired.
1: Yeah. And going back to, I had mentioned everybody's definition of the best is different too. Landscaping specifically, is it the best looking as in the neatest with no weeds, no clovers, nothing like that? Or is it the one with the most honeybees, wildflowers, clovers, you have plenty of bees bees pretty much run the entire ecosystem of the world so you get rid of bees yeah it doesn't I, matter how w- how good your lawn looks
0: I, i'm not i'm not <laughs> buying that so, I, um, so there was a there was a post not too long ago so like a, or like it it went to a bunch of different you know social media outlets because mm-hmm. it seemed like the same message just kept popping up about and what it was is like the, the criticism of people that are putting all this time and energy into their lawns and like getting rid of the clover and the dandelion and all that good mm-hmm. stuff. And they're like, you're killing the bees. It's like, really? My, my quarter acre lot is just wiping out the whole.
1: No, yours doesn't matter.
0: That's it's what I mean. Right. But like, so collectively
1: times a hundred million matters.
0: Maybe, maybe, mm-hmm. but also there, I think there are things that we can do in addition to support that because look no for sure this is where my my head went is i i don't i understand the bee situation and how dire that is but i also don't want my kid getting stung by bees and just be like ah it's cool those nests are fine hey get up there and give me some honey (laughs) out of that hornet's nest depends on the you know what i mean
1: like (laughs) depends on the bee yeah well i and the hornets aren't really doing much
0: no i know i'm I'm joking no that's not true mess like you ever seen kids like throw rocks at those things no just i mean because? what's their purpose i don't know
1: it's but it, not like a honeybee
0: but but we're saying that if we create this environment that's conducive to honeybees and and other bees right mm-hmm. that we're not going to have hornets or wasps.
1: you can get rid of hornet's nest without
0: so the person that's not manicuring their lawn is going to get the pressure washer out and go out and be
1: yeah i mean yeah. <laughs> no i mean yeah you can it depends. You're 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 very tunnel visioned on on your perception of of what you what you think it should be. Yeah, I, yeah. But everybody has a different view right. on it, and yeah, I think some people would
0: because it's a critical point of view, and that's why that's why I brought it up the way that I did because I I know that it's a it's a subject that's being talked about a lot in, in different you know forms or fashion. Um, I'm not here to say that there isn't a benefit to having dandelions. I'm not, I'm not here to say that wildflowers don't look pretty. Right. I just choose sometimes to, they don't. My, my yard is not <laughs> going to have them. I'm not like I might have some wildflower, but it's like I'm too busy fighting poison ivy and like. <laughs> To, like that's where I'm at right now. Like I'm out here with the, like with the, the fireman's ax, like mm-hmm. chopping shit down, like to get it, <laughs> you know, like I'm trying to get it back in order. Yeah. You know, we can talk wildflowers down there. You know, like that's where I'm at in, in my journey. Like mm-hmm. that's how deep this, this runs right now. But no, you're right. There's a lot, there's a, a lot of conversation about what the best is. Um, You know, you can, you can be ugly and have the, the nicest clothes. You can be you know, the most attractive person and not have the money to go buy it. So is it, are you the best looking because you don't have the, you know, the right clothes or outfit, right?
1: But even that, the best looking or most attractive person to you or to me or to Joe down the street is different. Yeah, The, the best clothes will be defined differently based off of people's upbringing, their surroundings, their enjoyments in life. Some people may view it as a suit and tie and others may view it as peace sign and tie dye. So what is the best? I don't know. This is what you you you
0: brought it <laughs> up. You tell me.
1: <laughs> I don't know what the best is. Right. It's all subjective.
0: Everything is. Your, you know, how you perceive your your success is, is subjective. It's you know, you have to find a way to feel good about where you're at and what you're doing. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. It, and it, it doesn't doesn't matter what that looks like to anybody else.
1: And uh, whatever you decide, whatever you define as as the best for anything, you decide whether or not you want to try to achieve that.
0: That's the that's that's why I said what I said about you have to find that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, we early episodes we talked about being your own character. We talked about um, looking out for number one. We talked about all these things. That make a complete self, you know, and and that's gonna it's gonna be different for everybody. But there there's a personal point of pride, you know, if if you're asking for me, um, and and it's not about being the best. It's not. It's about knowing that I did my best. That's that's what it yeah. is to me. Um, I'll tell you a, a really funny story. Last week, I had a. I had someone that a, a good friend uh, reach out that I haven't spoken to in a while. Uh, I was on my way back from from uh, picking up a. I had to take my piece of junk lawn, so that's how that's why this is, is such an issue. The lawn, I had to take this lawnmower to a repair facility. It was like an hour and a half away because it's under warranty, and that's the only one that they can get serviced at. So I'm I'm, I'm driving back home, and I, I get a phone call from the from a friend of mine that I hadn't talked to in, in quite a while, and. I was pretty happy to see his name pop up on the, you know, the screen in the car, and I'm like, "Hey, man, how are you?" And he's he's like, "Oh, I'm good, Willie. How are you?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm great, man. It's good to good to be home." He goes, "Hey, um, I want to let you know I got you on speakerphone, um, with my HR," and I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool." Uh, and he's like, "Hey, do you know a guy by the you know by this name? Uh, I'm not going to say his name, but." Yeah. Uh, And I'm like, for a second, I I was kind of like, you know, my head wasn't there. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. I do know that person. And he's like, oh, okay, good, good. Um, Because I saw that he had applied for this position. And, you know, based on the timeline, I know that, you know, he he probably would have been on your team. I'm like, yeah, yeah, actually, um, he he was. And great guy. Yeah. I have a lot of good things to say about him. Um, this same individual that, uh, um, that he is referencing had reached out to me about a month and a half ago where he was struggling with some things, um, developmentally. Um, he, he was having a hard time with, you know, leading a team and he, I, I hired the guy, you know, so it was, he, he reached out anyway, some mixed emotions because I've, you know, I'm just, One of my my own is leaving. He's looking to leave the organization, and uh, I'm I'm like, okay, well, surprised that I don't know that, but I'm not going to hold anybody back. So I want to make sure that he gets the best possible review because he deserves it. The guy is phenomenal. Um, Anyway, I didn't call that individual after you know right away after the fact. I waited a day, and the next day. I'm in my office. I had a minute, and it dawned on me that I, I I needed to call this person. So I I call him, and I'm like, "Hey, how are you?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm good, sir. How are you?" And I'm like, "Hey, um, do you have any idea why I'm calling you?" And he's like, "And not in a bad way or accused accusatory. He's like, I I have no idea." And I'm like, "Well, I just got a I get a phone call yesterday from uh, from someone that I, that I'm pretty close with, um that interviewed you." Or as a hiring manager for you know a position that you applied for, and he's like, "No way." Well, it turns out that this individual had been suspended pending a you know some sort of investigation for something that that I am very confident that it it the situation shouldn't have transpired the way it did. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, what what are the odds that this? this guy would apply to a position that is miles away from me and the hiring manager for this position would be someone that I was close to slim, very slim, right? But it it certainly solidified something that I have, I have believed for a very long time is that if you work hard and you care, you, you come to work, you care, you work hard You don't jeopardize your morals or integrity. Like that that's a full day. Like, what can they take away from you? You Nothing. You can go home and you can rest easy knowing that you did Mm -hmm. your absolute best, right? Mm -hmm. And that's something that I I have I have preached, I believe it. So when, when you ask, like, well, what is the best? That's that's the best. That's the best. You being your best so that you leave that message or you leave that legacy so that someone else is inspired to be their best. And and I believe that that positivity and that gratitude will reciprocate Mm
1: -hmm. you.
0: If you're doing the right thing for the right reasons, it's going to show up. It's going to, things are going to happen for you. Doors are going to open for you in ways that you probably didn't think that they would. So
1: yeah, one door closes, two doors open.
0: Yeah. and And it doesn't happen. If, if you're not, if you're, if you're being a shit bag, if you're being a guy like that, yeah. nobody wants to yeah. be around and nobody likes close. and you're constantly, <laughs> and you're negative. pounding
1: down other doors and you might get in one, but then it's going to close again <laughs> Yeah. for you. Nobody's going to aspire to be like you. People are watching when you think they're not. So.
0: Yeah. So we talk about like, what's the best? Like that's, that's what, it, that's what it means to me. Um, you know, I, I don't it's it's aspiring to something and i think that that's a a lost art i think that we get so focused on the shit that's happening right now and and we spend a lot of time staring at our shoelaces and and not being aware that there's so much more this this world that that is is happening to you you have a choice to respond to it yeah because if you and it if you don't respond to it, it's going to keep happening to you.
1: And what to respond to?
0: Absolutely, right? Because well, you can't respond it, to all of it. More than that, is, <laughs> is how you respond to it.
1: What and how?
0: Yeah. So that that was another that was another you know hard lesson. You know, in the in the situa- the situation the of this individual that you know was getting the you know the rave review from me and potentially the the next position, in, in their career. The reason that we, we had a conversation, you know, a month and a half ago was about this person cared so much that he very much wanted to see his facility be the best that it could be. And in doing that, he allowed his emotions to be to get the better of him. And, and you know, like we talked about it before, you know, people don't generally get angry because they don't care. They they get yeah. frustrated because they do care, mm-hmm. and in, in this situation, that that guy cared so much that he challenged, uh, you know, one of his his employees or you know whatever that relationship was, and it became about how he responded, not what the employee did, mm-hmm. and that happens every time. You have to be aware that whenever you're going into these situations, like when you you have the ability, the capability, that now that responsibility falls on you to to manage it. And I think we've talked about this in, in a previous episode, yep. but you know I, I can't I can't say that enough because there's something that that I wanted to talk about for this episode too. And, and this I think this leads into it pretty well, where you can have the best intentions too, and and sometimes it's not going to work out. And that sucks, but you have to, you have to figure out how you're going to pick yourself up and move forward from that.
1: Right, it's like the kid shoveling the snow off the roof with a spade shovel,
0: or a Big Jim sitting there telling all <laughs> telling us all about life. Oh,
1: yes. Uh, yeah.
0: In the meantime, he's he's got a ball out, and the, yeah. the the funniest part of that story I don't think he even told was uh was the the, the kid that was on the floor <laughs> he goes. Pap your balls out, <laughs> uh, but like, <laughs> and Big Jim thought he was telling us about you know telling us what we needed to hear. We were getting better, and you know?
1: nobody was listening at all. No, they were all distracted.
0: Yep, absolutely. Yeah, um, I, I don't. I don't know how you combat that. I mean, just m- maybe bigger shorts. I don't know,
1: <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know big longer shorts. Like, whatever. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> whatever that looks like. Um, but. Moving on, um, so there there's this book that that I read um, not too long ago, and it's a, it's a Steinbeck. Now it's a. Um, I want to make sure I don't screw up the title. The winner of our discontent. Have you read that, or have you? ever?
1: I have not. Uh, I highly. I've read never even of it. heard of it.
0: It's a. I read East of Eden, and I, it had a really profound effect uh, on me because there's so much to unpack, and I want to do that in another episode. Uh, especially because we talked about faith and I want to make sure that we, we close the loop on that so that there are a lot of topics that we, we kind of touch on, but we don't really dive into. And I think it's because there's so much, we start talking about self and there's so much to unpack, but the, the winner of our discontent is a, is about this, um, this guy who he's a, he's a shopkeeper uh, in a, a small town in new England um he came from wealth and his family fortune you know, went away um either when he was young or sometime in his you know his upbringing and ultimately that puts him in a position where he is he's working as a as a shopkeeper not that he's not an intelligent guy not that he's not a you know a, a smart like he he went to the army he was a captain there's so much to to like about the guy, and there's there's a great story there. But because of his position, I feel a lot of people dismiss him in a certain way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That this is where you're at. That's who you are. And as you're reading, you're reading through it, you get the impression that you know, he's okay with it. Uh, Ethan Hawley is is the the main character's name in the in the book but he feels as though his wife and his family are, are not necessarily okay with where they're at. And he knows that he's capable of doing more. He knows he's capable of doing better and he's really reluctant to do it. So he has a, he's working as, as a shopkeeper and this guy comes in and offers him um, the ability to make additional money uh, on the side while working at the, his current job. And he, does not want to do it because he feels as though if he's doing that, then he is, he's giving it, like he's doing something behind the owner's back Mm -hmm. and he, that's just not who he is. His, his character, his, his, his moral will not allow him to do this. So he tells his boss this and his boss is like, are you like simple? Like, why wouldn't you do this? Like, Mm You should do this. Like this you can is. Make all this you can make all the extra money. Why wouldn't money? you? Do like, that? Why wouldn't you not do that? But yeah. like, becomes very skeptical of him, and you're not sure how that plays out. You know, through the book, like what that relation, what he's really thinking. Um, but ultimately, as this the story unfolds, you start to realize that it's about this guy who has such a, a strong belief about what right and wrong looks like that it ultimately affects his ability to do or to achieve what he's capable of achieving. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that, that happens a lot where we talk about the intention. Whenever you have good intentions, like it doesn't necessarily always work out the best. No. And I think that that's why some people are they're reluctant to do it. Like, why do the, the right thing whenever I could lie, cheat, I could steal— And I could get the same result as that person. Well, everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it. That's the the world we live in. And in that book, you find that Ethan does do some things that I think shock everyone. He makes some decisions and he starts to take the reins and he gets everything that everyone else wanted for him. But when he gets it, he realizes that he had to compromise who he was, mm-hmm. and ultimately, that's too much for him. And I, and I see that a lot. Where there's a there's a level of complacency that happens today that I I, I don't know how you recover from. You know if it's if it's distraction or, or what that is, but there's not a ton of you know Ethan Hawley in the world anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. A lot of people are fearful of trying something different?
0: I feel like maybe they're fearful of of missing out. Or by
1: complacency do you mean complacency in in doing the wrong thing to get ahead?
0: Complacency in in doing the right thing. Complacency in that it's, it's easier for me to do what I have to do to get by and not necessarily do the right thing or you know put that extra effort or time or care.
1: Yeah, so 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 complacency in not always doing the right thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: I don't know what you do with it. I don't know. I don't know what you do with that. Um,
1: I don't, I don't know what you do with it either. You're not going to change the way people act. You can, you can be that example. You can be the one that's not sacrificing your, you know, your moral compass to, to get ahead just because everyone else is doing it. doesn't mean it's right.
0: I think that's the, some of the issue though. Is where that when those lines are so blurred that people don't
1: they don't know what's right?
0: No, I don't know that I, I think that they're that's defined
1: know. differently by other, <laughs> others too.
0: Yeah. I think that the lines between, you know, what is or isn't acceptable is it's that goalpost keeps moving, you know. It does like,
1: keep moving. It almost sometimes seems like doing the right thing reaps punishment.
0: Then and that's exactly what the story of Ethan Hawley is about. Mm-hmm is that is he's doing the right thing it's not paying dividends he he's not his house is not getting any bigger he's not able to to go on the vacations or do the things that he that he you know maybe would like to do or more for his family so the reason that i i brought this story up is you you ask like what how how involved are you in that process in determining you know what's good or greater or, or you know are you doing it for you? Like doing the best or having the best of something? Is that for you or you're, uh, or is it for somebody else? Or is it for how you're looked at or perceived? I think it speaks to everything that we've been talking about.
1: Mm-hmm. I think in a lot of cases, people are doing it because of the way they're perceived. I personally do most things. <laughs> most things in life is for what other people in my life want to do or want to have, or, you know, it's to provide for others. It's not to provide for myself. I could live in a box under a bridge and be happy. I'd like to have a fast car. But <laughs> <laughs> like, as far, I grew up in a trailer, and uh, I know you did too, but I don't, I, I don't aspire to have a, a huge mansion. I'd like to have a nice property. I'd rather have... I value property over the house or the building on the property. I could... If I had a, I'd rather have a hundred acres and a tiny home than an acre in a mansion.
0: Sure, I, I can get on board with that. Yeah, I, th- I think what I I hear a lot of times is where people make the decision to to do it for everybody else. Like I'm, I want these things, or I this is one. I'm doing it for my kids. I'm doing it for, and and it's a it's a story that we tell ourselves. The where it gets. It comes to a head is when you you're doing it for so long and you're not doing it for you, and then you like these same folks are the ones that that complain about it.
1: Yeah, but you're doing you're doing those things because that's because they are what's valuable to you, not the other things.
0: That's and that's my point. Because like when we think of we talk about our kids, we're doing it for our kids, right? We assume Mm -hmm. that that's what they want. I'm doing this so that my kid has this. I'm doing this so my kid has that. I'm doing this so... But they they don't know. You're right. They, they would probably be happy living under a bridge. Like, I grew, right. grew up in a trailer. I wasn't necessarily unhappy.
1: But the doing this is also inclusive of the spending time with them. Though when my daughter comes up and says, "Well, no, that's exactly will you play it. Barbies with me? Yeah and it's like i could be doing something else sure i could yeah, be for sure. i could be doing something else that's you know i could be designing digital content trying to make more money i could have a second job but what i value is being her hero
0: coming to a podcast near you <laughs> um yeah that that's a, a, a nice plug that is going to be one of our episodes coming up very soon um who's your hero um but yeah, that that in a different sense, yes. Absolutely. That that's you're playing Barbies, you know, because your kid wants you it doesn't mean that you love playing, but like you kind of do. You kind of I I kind of do. I kind of love playing Barbie. Like, I I love yeah. coloring with my daughter. Uh, I don't always want to do it, not as much as she wants to do it. Right. But I I love doing that. And to your to your point is like when you make yourself miserable because my kids want this or I want them to have the best of this thing and you lose sight of what's really important which is the time with your kids
1: mm-hmm.
0: or are you the best at what are you the best at wanting the best for everybody <laughs> like hey look at that guy he's the best at it he wants the best well, for everybody <laughs> well, but, yeah. he, but he never gets it himself Like,
1: nah, I mean that's okay I want
0: to be a good person for my for my kids, and I, I hear you say that a lot. and And I know you you live by that. You believe that. That's why, given the choice of going out and landscaping the yard and spending your next three weeks and taking a vacation to get it done, or going on a camping trip for your with your family, mm-hmm. you are going on the camping trip. Yeah. Whereas one hundred percent of the time, what I would do is it, it it's debatable. I I might do that because the funny thing that I realized a while ago is that I'm, I'm building this sanctuary. Like I'm building this, you know, the, this place where I can breathe easier. And I, my fulfillment comes from building it. Like, that's where I feel really great. And if it mm. happens that like the people get to enjoy it, <laughs> then, Hey, that's awesome. Like, I mm-hmm. I love that. But the, the art of it is what inspires me. I enjoy sitting and, and going over plans and and looking at videos and going down the rabbit hole researching a project and figuring out how I can do it like that's that's the joy of it now if I had unlimited funds I would do it all and I assure you that it, it wouldn't be long before I sold it to do it again <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's well, a fact. I mean, and it's
1: not it's not like I, I mean, it, that itself d- generates funds. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then you hire people, and then you do it more and more, and then you have a business.
0: Right. It, <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, it, and it, it's it's funny, because... It sounds like, like you should, like, flip houses for a living.
0: Uh, I don't know. Maybe I will. But it's funny that you... We were walking in today, and you're like, are you going to own a furniture store? Like, what are you... <laughs> what are you doing here? Like... I've got I've got all these these different pieces that that I'm that I'm collecting or working on because I enjoy it I, I I love them that's that's what I that's what I enjoy doing um and yeah I I love spending time with my kid and hopefully that that message is that you know if you want it and you work hard enough like it's there for you but I'm not going to sacrifice everything and give away time that. I should be spending with, with her or, you know, my family, Mm -hmm. that, that time period is over with. I'm, I'm at a different stage in my career. And, you know, personally where I'm, I'm not going to do that anymore. You know, maybe whenever I was, you know, if you're younger and go get it, if you're not, if you're not, Mm -hmm. you know, you're untethered and you can put the work in, make it happen for yourself, go out and get it. Like there's, there's a lot to be said about enjoying, you know, the, the journey and, Knowing that when you're doing the right thing, things are going to happen for you. Things are going to start to doors are going to start to open. What else can you say? Quell the fray. Yeah, quell the <laughs> fuck, quell the shit out of that thing. So, it, it, I think it's been a really crazy ride these these last you know twelve episodes. I know we've struggled a bit to try to keep the this thing on the rails. Some of that's due to having getting guests on having that not work out and then, you know, trying to figure out what we're going to talk about. So, um, obviously last week we want to do something to, to help the rest of us quell the fray. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for those that are listening, you know, make it funny, keep it
1: lighthearted, something a little more entertaining.
0: Yeah. Um, this coming, this coming week, um, we're going to have another guest, um, on, but we're going to do something different. We're going to close out, um, our first season, By doing, um, we're going to change it up a bit and we're going to take a trip, uh, to some place that, um, is, that I found very therapeutic to me. It just so happens that, um, I have a very good friend that, that lives down there.
1: I think there's probably a lot of chirping birds there.
0: Uh, There, there might be. (laughs) So it'll feel like we're in the same place. (laughs) It'll feel like we're, we've never left. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I, I will make sure that I'm throwing rocks at those birds and, and not letting them quell their fray at all <laughs> because it's interfering with mine. Um, now, we're going to go down to a place that I, I think is... Uh, it, there's a lot of beauty. I think there's a lot there, and it's a, it's a really interesting story that I don't want to get into fully uh, until until we get there. So we're going to take a, a little retreat. Um for a couple days and we're going to record our experience as we're down there um you know doc and i and you know hopefully we get some good content we're able to bring that back um so yeah just wanted to prepare those uh, that are listening that uh we've got a couple more weeks before we close out our official first season Mm -hmm. um, and then we'll come back
1: it'll take a couple months
0: just reconnect with the family, uh, get things. Um, yeah, I mean,
1: because even this, even this is, is one of those things where it's like you're taking time away from the family to, to do this, and but there, it's also something that helps quell the fray. Yeah. There, well, <laughs> to, to, to talk about it. There's,
0: yeah, <laughs> there's not a ton of transparency in, in, the, in the, the making of a podcast, that process. Right. I, I don't think, and maybe it's because it. Doesn't seem that interesting, mm-hmm. uh, but when you think about all the things that go into it, um, and how do you how do you make it the best possible experience for somebody listening? There's a lot of thought that goes into it. There's mm-hmm. a lot. There's a lot of planning, um, and I think that some of our our episodes and why we purposely left this open, kind of an open conversation, is because we don't we don't have you know we have regular jobs and we're trying to work through that in addition to you know being able to sit down and you know draw out some extensive outlines Mm -hmm. it it becomes tough so um hopefully as we uh continue to to work through this and um, get the word out about the podcast that'll that'll clean up a bit and we'll be able to focus a little more on you know creating some of that content
1: hopefully hopefully but uh until then call the fray call the fray If anything in today's episode resonated with you or entertained you in any way, please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at QuellTheFray. You can find the podcast on all major platforms, including Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Video is available on Spotify only. And if you like the song on our intro and outro, that is Bed Bugs by a band out of Wisconsin named Phasing, please head over to their Instagram and follow them at PhasingWI. Call the Fray Podcast is for entertainment purposes only.